welcome back to the morning news. Welcome back to the morning news. Today we are joined by chartered marketer and founder of Newcorn Branding, Mr. Tanaka Nandi Manjengwa. How are you, sir? Hi, Aiden. How are you doing? I'm good, Inju. Thank you so much for coming onto our podcast today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. As we get into it, may you tell us a bit about who Mr. Manjengwa is and may you enlighten us about what the soul touches. So Tanaka Manjengwa is a seasoned marketing strategist by profession one and uh, two, a uh, radio DJ, formerly known for one of the newly founded shows on YouTube, The Soul Touch, based in South Africa, but obviously a uh, Mozambique. I find that really cool. And a big part of your brand is new corn projects and branding. Yeah. And may you give us a little insight of what it is. I started Newcon Branding uh, to just give a little bit of back history. My dad, Newell, Newell Senior, he uh, founded Newcon Projects and he's into construction, farming, and a few other business enterprises. I obviously grew up knowing the name and believing in it because obviously it took care of me and took me to school. So I finished high school and I went to varsity first in Namibia and then in Cape Town and I studied marketing whilst I was playing hockey as well. So what happened was when I finished school I sort of branched into the marketing field full time doing a 9 to 5 8 to 5 job but uh, it quickly dawned on me that uh, it takes a long time to reach the wealthy status especially if you're working for someone and so because I was really really keen on starting my own thing and my passion being marketing and networking and helping other companies grow small companies that is I then wanted to start up my own company so first of all I needed to come up with a name a name that was known already I think that was going to go a long way in terms of its history one and then two I think in terms of the fees of registering a new company and getting all those things in line I needed to be very very strategic about it being just graduated from varsity and getting into the working sector and obviously I didn't have the funds for that so I then approached my dad and I asked to use his name and use a new con projects as the holding or rather like the founding father of Newcon Branding. So Newcon Projects is my dad and Newcon Branding is obviously the miniature me trying to yeah. obviously cover the marketing space around about in southern africa that's where i wanted to start with so in south africa um, zim zambia and i've got I think i've got another client in namibia as well yeah so yeah so that's how it started you spoke about newcon projects being about your father and you obviously growing up knowing it yeah and growing up knowing it was it always something you one day wanted to pursue growing up under an entrepreneur being a son of a businessman I'll put it that way just for people to kind of understand what I'm saying you kind of see how things unfold so when i sort of reached a stage where i was like fine i might need to actually start learning our family business and our name and getting into even other business ideas and stuff like that because as i said it's just not branding only for my dad it was not just construction it was farming it was also construction and, and all sorts of other stuff so 
And along with that, you do a lot of talks and you have your interactive webisodes with the Soul Touch. The Soul Touch, yeah. What does a typical day in your week look like? The Soul Touch is definitely a different enterprise on my side. My new corn is obviously another different enterprise. So if you want to talk about the Soul Touch, another hobby of mine, or rather I think just one of my best hobbies when I was in my varsity years was being on radio. And so when I started being on radio, I really, really enjoyed it. Growing up listening to old school jams, jazz, and all sorts of kind of stuff. I kind of was gravitated towards that even in my... I think it's already my college years, like when I was in high school. And when I went out to Namibia, to Cape Town, my type of music was totally different from the normal two-year-olds kind of cat. So with that being said, when I got onto radio and I wanted to sort of produce a show that catered for old school and jazz and R&B, station managers would look at me and be like, you know, you're only 21, 22, man. What do you... <laughs> you know, what yeah. do you know about old school and jazz? But I reached a stage and I had been sending out my demos at radio stations, you name it, even here in Zim as well and in South Africa. I really couldn't get a fit. I never got a call back for anything. Up until, surprisingly, I just, I spoke to another radio a friend of mine, a radio DJ friend of mine, um, DJ Mox. Uh, Star FM, you know him? The Moxinator. The Moxinator. Um, and we were talking throughout the pandemic and he was telling me how most stations are recording, so for shows, they're recording shows at home and then they send their tapes, you know, back to the station and then they play. That was during lockdown. So, you know, fast forward, I came up with the idea to start off my own show, but only this time, what happened was, I think I have like more than 10 friends that started their own YouTube channels and at that time, I was like, well, you know, everyone is all about, hi guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. Hi guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. Yeah. And I looked into starting my own YouTube channel, but for audio and for radio. And this was really pushed by, I think, I would be listening to music. I'd feel like I'm really sitting on a talent. I'm really sitting on my voice and I really need to get my voice out there. Now, mind you, I never had any training, any proper training on radio. So I started from scratch, everything from teaching myself first, buying my own home deck, my own microphone. I even updated my laptop and then I had to strategize. Being a marketer, that was very easy for me because uh, that's my day job. So I got onto my digital platforms my Instagram, my Facebook. I even changed my own personal Instagram into my my show because obviously the brand, the Soul Touch, is me, Tanaka Nandi. So it really took a long time to get that going. But um, the Soul Touch was born in October last year during the lockdown. And I had so much time on my hands. So season one finished, I think, in the beginning of Jan. And so my first show aired in October and that was on YouTube. Obviously, I don't have a radio station I'm attached to right now. I'm still kind of being a guest DJ on at certain stations and all that. But that's how the Soul Touch started to begin with. And that, that's where I am right now. Something I really found interesting about you was that you transitioned from business administration to hockey. 
Yeah. And have you always liked hockey? Again, a little bit of history. I grew up. My father was a hockey player, played for the national team. My mom was a hockey player; she was a goalkeeper. My younger sister also started playing hockey as well. We're a hockey family, and I started playing hockey when I was in grade one. But I could hold a hockey stick when I was in preschool because I'd go with my dad when he would play for club hockey and all that. So I started playing hockey at a very young age, and all the way up to high school, played for various clubs back in Zim, in Namibia, and SA. Also played for provincial teams as well. Also played for national high school team. So hockey was my sport, and I played that up until till today. I could still pick up a hockey stick, and I can <laughs> can still whack a ball. You went from coaching to marketing at Red Dam House in Cape Town. Yeah. Do you believe that sports opened doors for you that maybe academics couldn't? Oh yeah, definitely. So again, being a son of an entrepreneur and a businessman, when I left for varsity. As a side gig in the afternoons, because I loved the sport of hockey so much, I would coach in the afternoon at various high schools I, um, until I landed at Redham House in Cape Town. But in Namibia, I was at another high school as well, Vindic High School, and then I went to Bishops as well. So as I was coaching, I was earning a little bit of something just to put a pocket yeah. money in my account. Then what happened was hockey kind of opened. Not just only academics, but it opened contacts and it widened my horizon in my network in terms of like knowing who to approach, you know, in a school. So from being a coach, I was now friends with who you would call the head of sport, and then from the head of sport, I'd be friends with the deputy head, and then from the deputy head, I was friends with the HR manager, and then from there, I was well known for just being a sweet talker. Um, yeah. So, so I think that's how my transition from hockey to um, my marketing, hockey academics into my marketing, and now into my career now because I'm still really, really involved with the education sector, mostly in um, South Africa. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. And as a marketer and role model to many young people, I can imagine that you've had the opportunity to obviously build friendships yeah. because you obviously get to communicate with a lot of people. And do you feel that you communicating with a lot of people has helped you with your confidence that you take into marketing? Definitely. So I'll tell you a story. I was very naughty yeah. when I was in high school. I was very, very naughty. And um, I was always in the principal's office. And so for always being in the principal's office, I was always scared of a principal. Whichever principal you'll see today, even up today, if I see a principal, it's good morning, ma'am, good afternoon, sir, good evening, ma'am, you know, because there's always that respect. So yeah. when I then started working more or less in the education sector, up until this day, it's really, really difficult for me to really speak confidently to a principal, but it certainly helped me to understand how to approach certain not just the principal, but people in the high school, people in a, in any education sector, people anywhere around across the globe. So being opened up by as many people from coaching, because being a coach, you also have to be a motivational speaker. You know, you also have to be yeah. confident. You also have to be an, an influencer, if I can say. You need to be able to make or your players believe. And so for me, it came from a very, very young age from playing, from coaching, and then being a marketer as well, you also need to be able to be a good persuader, being able to persuade customers. On to the other side, what's the vision and the goal behind Newcorn branding? 
ultimately yeah your ultimate goal to be the best i think to be the best in the game i think to be you could have a goal to be known to have a brand but it's a different thing to be known for being a good brand being this phenomenal brand yeah. being a a successful brand so the goal is from the start from the heart of the company which is me to be very good at what i do because i learn each day how long do you think it will take for the goal to be met that's a tough question <laughs> it takes a lifetime adrian it it really takes a lifetime look at how far i've come and look at where i am now i believe that anyone who sets their mind on anything if you're going to work and you decide to to commit yourself to the grind yeah. then it will happen yeah. As a person who believes in helping others and identifying new ways to share their opinions through mm-hmm. talks, what keeps you going when things get tough in your field? When I wake up in the morning, for the people that know me, I wake up in the morning. First thing I do, other than praying, I check my email. It's probably the most toxic thing, but you would think, you know, someone would brush their teeth, take a shower, have breakfast, but the first thing I do is I check my email. my emails rather I should say but I think also just that hunger that hunger to to be out there that hunger to just want to persevere and to come out on the other side of the bridge that's 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 what keeps me going you spoke about how you felt like you always had a liking to jazz mm-hmm. music and is that what made you start this so having been gone to cape town didn't help I did help the passion for jazz to grow. Have you ever heard of the the Cape Town Jazz Festival? We haven't heard about it. So it's a festival that happens every year in Cape Town. And uh, I also got attached to that. I had been staying in Cape Town for about four and a half years. And my first year that I went there, I was mesmerized. The people I met, the DJs I saw, the presenters I saw there, I just wanted to become like them. Little did I know that. it was going to come after three or four years now that the soul touch has now born but um, that's where the passion for jazz not just jazz only but old school r&b music from way back if i could say who are some of your favorite jazz uh kim waters you must akela bob jones bonnie james Conchessons, Olivam Tukudzi. We could go all day, all night talking about my favorite jazz musicians. Yeah, but there are a lot, and I've I've just recently started collecting uh, vinyl records. I found these new vinyl players at my house, and I decided to reconnect them. A lot of jazz is played, and you'll find it on on vinyl records, like jazz from way way back. Yeah, which is going pretty well actually. Uh tough, but I'm getting there. And I believe that supportive friends and family around you can help in support of your goals and your dreams. And with that, who are the three people who have been most influential to you? Uh no doubt. Um first of all my mother. My mother has played a very very significant role in pushing me and getting me over the bridge. My mother, she's also a go-getter. She's such an inspiration, not just only to me, but to my sister and to people that are around her. Also, a businesswoman, she knows which buttons to press. And then connecting with dad, my mother always said to never forget God, as I'm a Christian. So my mom, God, it's amazing how people can push you. They are indirectly your accountability partners. Because when you say you want to do this, and then you don't fall through, people look at you and be like. 
but mate, you know, yeah. you wanted to start this. So if you meet most of my friends or not even just friends, like people that I just meet, they ask, oh my God, you got a, you have a radio voice or like your accent is so nice. People know that like I love radio and I love being on air and I love to showcase my talent. Just that alone just always reminds me and that just pushes me to just get over the bridge. And so, yeah, it's amazing what people around you, what sort of energy they can bring for you to uh, succumb and then overcome some of your your goals and your dreams. I understand. And I feel like in every situation, you need to surround yourself with people who have a similar mindset, Mm -hmm. with people who want to succeed and people who don't want to leech off of you. Mm -hmm. Someone I really look up to is Michael Jordan. Because Michael Jordan's mentality was, if I could put 100 points up, I'm going to put 100 points up. And after that, I have other players who are going to come and do their best. And I feel like those are the people that you need to surround yourself with, people who have a similar goal. I need to be able to also do my my documentary called The Last Dance, bruh. (laughs) Where can our listeners connect with you online? So Instagram, Tanaka Mnandi, Tanaka Manjengwa, you'll find me. If you go on YouTube for the Soul Touch, right now we're on a break. Season one ended, as I said earlier on the show. So season two is coming up in the next couple of weeks. And if you want to subscribe onto the YouTube channel, that's the Soul Touch. And my Facebook as well, my Facebook page is Tanaka Mnandi. My personal Facebook as well is Tanaka Manjengwa. Um, for those that know me, but uh, we are busy producing weekly mixes online that also air on the YouTube channel each Sunday at 12 midday so you can find me or you can rather you can find the Soul Touch on there or you can just DM me directly on Instagram. As an altruistic marketer and someone who loves sharing what they have with other people Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to anyone who's trying to pursue a similar career path? Get up and get going. It's so simple just get it started get it started with what you have right now a lot of people hold back because they feel that they're either number one too inexperienced too young as if they don't have enough i said earlier on the show that how i started my own movement my own company was i didn't have a single cent but I needed to have a brand. I needed to, I needed to name my brand and I needed a couple of dollars in my bank account, which I didn't have. I still yeah. don't have right now those couple of dollars, but I've got my company going. The Soul Touch. I didn't need to wait for a radio station to call me and say, Hi Tanaka, can you come and take on this show? I started my own radio show at my house, in my bedroom, with my own equipment, with the stuff that I had. And that's all I have to say. You do not have to wait for anyone to create an opportunity for you. Create your own opportunity. I think that's what's very, very important right now in this day and age. I'd like to always connect to peers and even like people that are slightly older than me. You don't have to wait for an opportunity to be created. Create your own opportunity. Get up and get going. That's all I have to say for you. That's all I have to say. And you have to just pray and always hope that uh, the Lord blesses you in your endeavors. A lot of people are scared to start stuff because they look at people who are already aggressively doing it. Yeah. So I might want to start a YouTube channel Yeah. and I compare myself to the best YouTuber. Yeah. 
and that's what's going to hold you back because you're going to think i don't have as much equipment i don't have as much makeup and that's going to hold you back he says makeup no because of like those youtube channels with makeup yeah 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 um it's not just only females i think it also goes to male there are a lot of there are a lot of guys out there that uh, that have a passion for i know i've got a friend who enjoys eating out and he enjoys rating restaurants and marketing restaurants and stuff and he basically simply started a youtube channel with a phone with an iphone i yeah. success and he would then come back home airdrop his clips to his macbook use imovie and boom man so it's just not a youtube channel man you're talking about businesses you're talking about artists you're talking about the entertainment sector you're talking about churches there are a lot of yeah. good preachers out there another friend of mine awesome awesome guy who knows the bible who's always talking about verses and so i'm like man you need to start a podcast you need to get going you need to do whatever you have and he says to me oh no but i don't have i'm like no nah, man call me let's let's talk i'll tell you what to get all you have to do is start I think the final question I'll ask you today uh-huh. And on this podcast We have a signature question Which is What is happiness? So today I'll ask you Mr. Manjengwa What does happiness mean to you? Happiness is The ability To connect For me The ability to Be able to reflect yeah. The ability to Basically self, self-awareness If you don't have that You could be missed by a lot of things You could be missed by life itself and so again the ability to just just be happy to, and to be content with where you are and moving forward that's that's what that's happiness for me just just living life day in day out and making sure you've lived each day to the fullest that's happiness for me that's really strong about self-awareness and i understand because if you're aware about everything about yourself you always be able to manage it and work around it always making you happy yeah. i can i can i can be aware and i can reflect and i can be sad but i can be happy that i've actually later on i can be happy with myself that i've managed to say to myself mm, let me let me pause here let me reflect because if i didn't have that ability my man i would be lost um i'd be very very happy if i can take a minute and pause and reflect and see what's going on around me because it will affect what will happen in my future if i don't pause and reflect and with that i'd just like to say thank you so much mr manjengwa for joining our podcast today thank you so much i wish you all the best in your endeavors great lad thank you same to you adrian i wish you the best in uh, the morning news Uh, I hope I hope you reach your uh, listenership and I hope you reach the your your highs um and you 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 pursue um you know your goals um and you reach um just the best the best the best you are uh you are a success already by starting and um, I'm happy for you and uh let's keep the movement going thank you so much for having me okay, thank awesome, you awesome great thank you guys for listening I hope you enjoy it